Welcome to the Claire's Angels podcast, where you can join Fallon and Rosie in conversations about navigating life through using intuition, being an empath, and so much more. So before today's episode, do me a favor and exhale that breath you didn't even know you were holding. Now, take a deep breath in and settle in for today's episode. Okay, we're back. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, I think this one we'll start off and just kind of talk about, you know, what we may be experiencing in the holiday season and um, just some practical tips of kind of how to ma- navigate that because I feel like that is such a big. Oh, like it's just so overwhelming sometimes with like being an empath and being, you know, a medium or, you know, whatever you want to call it, because there's so many times that you know, you're around different people and different people's energy. And it's always, you know, slightly stressful because we make ourselves stressed over nothing, but it, it ends up being this big thing um, or, you know, family drama or like whatever it may be that comes up during this season. So I feel like it's just really a good thing to kind of cover some practical ways that you can clear your energy and stay grounded and just have like the experience of being joyful and allowing yourself to be in that space of joy rather than be in a state of stressed out and overwhelmed and uh, all the other things that come with holidays. Yeah. And I think a lot is happening at this time, even though winter time, at least for those in the Northern hemisphere, that's what we're in right now. Winter time is a time of hibernation and seeds, you know, um, getting ready to, to sprout in the spring. So it's this time of reflection and going deeper, darker times, slower times. It's colder. Um, there's the need to bundle to kind of, um, preserve energy. And at the same time, we're asked to be a little bit more extroverted with going to parties or, or being around more people. So I think that this can be an interesting time to really just reflect and acknowledge what's going on internally, but also what you're called to do externally. But maybe allowing the winter, the archetype of winter, to ground you in that to dictate that because that's going out I think that's where it can be very like uh like an alchemist where we can see what's happening outside of us recognize what's happening inside of us and then be able to pull those together and see it's not just me that's doing that's feeling these things this is something that maybe everybody's kind of collectively going through at the same time being highly sensitive empathic having Claire's you know very heightened we also sense everybody else's energy So without really knowing what your personal inner world is going through, it's really easy to just get swept up in what 
everybody else is feeling and not see that there is a way to to be with others but also stay very centered and grounded in self yeah and i feel like as far as when you brought up the idea of we pick up on other people's energy that's one thing that going through this holiday season you can be mindful of hello <laughs> um, <laughs> He said, yes, he agreed. That was a good one. He agrees. <laughs> good job. <laughs> um, and so you can just some really easy ways to, I guess, stay grounded and not get swept up in that emotion of someone else's feelings is, you know, be mindful of, okay, well, I was happy just two seconds ago and now I'm just like pissed off at the world. Like what just happened? Yeah. You know, and that, sudden change in emotion that you're feeling most likely is not your own. And so what you can do in that moment is to just take a step back, focus on your breath, come back into your body and almost imagine like the either a white light or, you know, whatever you want to imagine, just like have that. Um, or you could do it this way. You can do like a black smoke type, uh, um, thing in your body and you can just imagine all of that just draining out of you through your feet out into the earth and then whenever um, to bring back in the joy you can imagine from the earth that a white light is coming up and it fills up your entire body like from your feet all the way out through your head and then that way it's like you kind of get that reset and you can release that other person's emotion and bring back in your joy and just have that protection around you. So that way you don't, uh, you aren't that leaky vessel like uh, Rosie was talking about in the last episode. And so that's just a really, and no one even has to know you're doing that. Right. I mean, that's something you can do with your eyes open while you're like staring at the person who's mad and just be like, Oh, well, that's not me. Like you can be mad. I'm not, you know? Um, so that's just one way that I personally will do stuff like that. I love to that. just kind of clear out some of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And then like anchor it in with something that you're going to do. That's actually, like you said, the breath beneficial. So I love to start and it's perfect for what you just said to start with the exhale. So if somebody's, you know, there mm. with you, then you can just do the exhale with imagining the smoke coming out. Cause it's going to be hot. Right. So it's, and then inhale that white pillar of light going through from below and just do that a few times and it can be subtle just through the nose as the person's talking and as you're doing that and you're imagining that cycle you will see the calmness that happens and the magic of it is that the other person <laughs> will feel it too and they'll start calming exactly. down I don't know how many times I've still sometimes get surprised at like I will just <laughs> hold myself and then the other person will like apologize like I'm sorry I'm having a bad day and I didn't say anything I haven't said a word I just stayed centered I just started I I visualize it being like um like the human torch from fantastic four like flame on you know and i just start glowing love light and that's how i feel like not only 
the, the boundary and the protection, but it is a fire inside me, a clearing. So I guess it is like that smoke burning whatever mm -hmm. needs but then it's that glow the amber the love of like a fire I'm trying to use like winter time so we can kind of you know, see like so a funny. fireplace you know and just have those visuals yeah. so while you were telling me this and I you've told me that like multiple times and like that's how you envision that right it just now dawned on me that your nine star key primary number is fire. And that's how oh. you envision that. That is hilarious. Yeah. And I didn't, <laughs> that was like, not be, that was naturally, that's what I just did. And then the nine star key and learning my element and what I am, you know, that really resonates because, um, I, we both are Pisces for Western astrology, right? Um, uh, and that's water, but my moon is in Aries, which is fire. So it's interesting on oh, learning different modalities of like the ninth star key that's based on I Ching that we both actually are, you, you've been certified and I'm on the process. Of you're in process and you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, B2B feng shui through our mentors. And, uh, I guess we can pop that in there if anyone's interested in looking at that for mindful design, uh, shout out yes. to Laura and Abby. <laughs> yes. They are uh, wonderful teachers. If that's like the modality you want to go into, um, that's actually the, that mindful design school is actually how Rosie and I met, uh, was through that school. So, um, wonderful, wonderful program. If that's what you're in, like, want to go into. Yeah. It was amazing. But we met like, like by, by like twice so, removed, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I had, um, I wasn't even in the program yet, but Rosie was. And so, um, I had gotten a feng shui consultation from one of the graduates from that program. And I was having some issues with a spirit or entity or whatever you want to call it. That was just like hanging out in my daughter's room. And I, again, like kind of how we were talking in the last episode, like when it's your kids, you just freeze up and you don't know what to do. And so, that was, uh, the feng shui consultant, Amy reached out to Rosie and was like, Hey, don't you kind of do this thing? Like yeah. where you, she was my mentor with spirits so I, and yeah, yeah, I was in her mentorship group while I was going through the training. I had to take a pause from, from that for a little bit, but that's how, when we need somebody in our life, a guide, a teacher, it doesn't always come directly. You have to trust that there's so many pawns and pieces that the universe and our, and our, and our angels and our team are like moving everybody over. Like, <laughs> Hey, don't you want to take this training? Hey, don't you want to, you know? And I remember yeah. in that mentorship, like conversation, somebody mentioned something similar to yours that they had a client that was feeling entities like, like very dark entities. And she was just like, I kind of regret like even saying that, you know, <laughs> that, that I'm going to do her work because <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how to help her. And just very clearly, I'm like, Oh, it, like it just like this image. I, I thought like, Oh, it feels like the elementals. Like it feels like 
more of like the house spirits talking to her. And that was it. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What do you do? Like, you know, and <laughs> it was like, there's a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. So for me, just saying like, well, that's, I, I help clear energy through geomancy, through my own knowledge, my tapping into ancestral lineage, just this is what I do, you know, probably with that fire energy of, mm-hmm. I just help clear. Um, and that was the connection. So. Yes, we are connected through that school, but in a kind of roundabout way. So always trust that if you ever feel called to something and you're maybe not sure why, but you feel like you need to share this or you need to ask this question or, you know, if it's a personal thing. Again, we kind of talked a little bit about like not just vomiting on somebody like what you see for them like fixing them first you first you fill your own cup and it's like me then the always like that oxygen mask and the more we do that then that's when life is so joyous even when shit hits the fan like we can still see like ah I had to go through this because then I met this person or I now have this career or whatever it is that just those threads of life just keep going and taking that next step that feels right. Trust that we have the ability to tap into more and that it can feel overwhelming, but that is the super gift is that we can like our spidey senses are tingling. Trust it trust that yeah I think that has been such a huge theme for me lately is just leaning into that trust and it's scary to do that because it's like the unknown and it's this you know as humans we fear the unknown um, because unknown in the like our ancestral type setting meant that you could potentially die right but in today's modern world it's we still have those fears that we hang on to because it's just built into our DNA, but we don't have to give into that type of mentality of being fearful of the unknown, because that's where magic happens. That's where you, know, you create these amazing things that you never thought could exist and that you never thought your life could look like this. Right. I mean, exactly. it, it's just, that's where the magic is, is leaning into that in-between space, that unknown space and just trusting that your angels and guides and all the people that are there to support you are going to lead you in the right direction. And that no matter what, everything is for your highest good. And I think that's something that Rosie and I have talked about where, and I think it was like off mic. I don't think it was uh, in a podcast yet, but it was one of those things where you, um, nope, lost my train of thought on that one. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like I did that, that last so time. Like you did that last time. Like, and this time they're like, nope. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> 
again, the whole trusting <laughs> thing. Like, obviously, like, that was not meant to come out. <laughs> okay, well, last time, and this was in the episode that is lost in the in the ethers. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't lost to us. It was meant for us individually. But was I was us. like, yeah, I kept awesome. going on stuff and then just like, whoop, my mind went blank. And I was just sharing with Fallon, and this maybe is something that you will feel when you're in a heightened state, whether it's that stress response or maybe even feeling good, but usually it's that stress response that you'll feel this, um, when you, when you kind of notice it, cause then it just kind of elevates, but it really, once you kind of start recognizing that it just, once you elevate the frequency, it can be a great conversation. You might start feeling hot. You might feel really flushed. You might feel a cold chill, like different temperatures in your body is going to kind of, I feel like it's like recalibrating, like you raise the frequency. And if you just, you're kind of like, whoop, your body's getting used to it and in there. And sometimes you'll go blank. Sometimes you're like yeah. trying to catch the channeling and it's just like, oh, yeah, like I missed you're, it. <laughs> you're still, you're, it's like a kite string. Like you're trying to catch it, you know? Um, but when you're really in it and you're in flow, like you're hearing yourself, like, man, this is, I'm not even thinking, you know, but when you're Sometimes. still kind of trying to think it through, I still feel like for most of us that are highly intuitive and, and empathic, language is in our first way of communicating. So that's not no, normally that comes naturally to us. And sometimes we get lost or tongue tied or we can't really articulate it. But when we're channeling or in flow, and I believe we all channel. So let's just get yes. that out there. Yes. <laughs> when you channel 100%. and we're flow, um, it just whew, comes out and it doesn't have to be in a spiritual sense. It can be, if you are, uh, leading uh, a meeting and you're just like you have your notes but you're like whoo an idea comes in and you're just like it's coming out that's the channeling that's the flow those are the muses that are just like mm -hmm. she's she's in line it's almost like we really are if you think of a channel like we're the radio station and it's kind of like kind of coming in a little, you know, not so great. And we changing it. And when we tune in to that frequency, then they know that they can pop in information and let it ride through us. And that doesn't, I think this is where people get afraid. I know I did is, but what is coming through me? What is it? What's taking over my body? And to know that we are spiritual beings and all is of spirit and of good, then if that's what we really are intent and what we're working to, to do, if it's of love, then it's going to be clear ultimately. And mm -hmm. we can go on about, yeah, we'll do we that next way time because like, yeah. we both grew up Catholic. And so we have our, our, yes. our, our, um, things that we've shared. But I just want to go back to when you were talking about, um, before you lost your train of thought, before I went <laughs> off on a tangent, uh, of how that that's how the brain works. So I'm taking a, a course with Flow Research Collective, and this was broken down because you and I love to geek out on this stuff that mm -hmm. we love that science is affirming the ancient wisdom 
because we know that this is how we ground into this. We still are in this human existence and earth existence. And so there's things that we need to calm this brain into being able to really elevate ourselves into more, right? So just like what you said, so it's it's the amygdala, so the reptilian mm-hmm. brain, our ancient brain, that exactly. is always looking for danger. So it's mm-hmm. it also has that we can think of our parasympathetic or, or our sympathetic system, right? So like parasympathetic dominance and sympathetic dominance. So when we're in fight or flight or we're in relaxation to heal. So learning how to navigate through those, through the breath, the grounding, through all these practices is how we can then um, really stay, stay within ourselves. We still can tap into others, but we can feel not just like swept away by it or like, what is it that I'm tapping into? So because that part is keeping us alive, ultimately our body is here as a self-healing machine, you know, uh, or technology, I should say that the whole purpose is to keep us alive. And so is that part of our brain. And we naturally will look for danger or weaknesses. But what's interesting, and I think you'll like this, I know I did, is that (laughs) because that's, we haven't really evolved like this, like technology here. Like it's super amazing, but it's, I feel like it's perfect in how it is. We just are like, I'm going to age myself, the greatest American hero for anybody who's, who was born in the, who watched TV in the eighties. You know, he, he didn't have a handbook to the, his, his, um, his uh, super, you know, Superman costume, right? He found it and he didn't, he, the handbook was lost. So he had to figure it out. Or like, I love Kung Fu Panda, like Poe, like just clumsy fumbling around and then ends up like sitting on somebody and then, you know, kicks her butt right you know but yeah exactly um because this part of the brain always looks for weaknesses that is why we will always try to keep ourselves from not expanding so if we are opening up to our gifts we're going to think what am i tapping into what if it's wrong What if it's evil? What if I'm crazy? What if they're going to think I'm crazy? What if everybody Mm -hmm. doesn't love me anymore? What if, right? That's the part of the brain that's trying to keep us safe. It's trying to run through all the worst case scenarios, the danger, but that doesn't mean it's right. You know, we, 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 it's the same part that's like, oh my gosh. I haven't eaten in a whole day. I wonder if we're starving. I wonder if we're in a famine. Maybe we should hold on to everything, you know, so that we, we, (laughs) because we haven't eaten all day, you know? So it's like when we know like, no, there's plenty of food. We can just go grab something to eat Mm -hmm. or just make something. We can calm ourselves again, go back into that breath, the beautiful imagery that Fallon taught us, like go back to that just center into that and ground into that so that you recognize, oh, 
thank you. You know, rather than feeling like, God, I hate that I'm always looking for the worst case, that I'm always doubting myself that I can't get. Instead, thank you, amygdala. You know, thank you, brain, for, for body, for trying to protect me and keep me safe. But I'm fine. And when you slow down your breath, you're actually tapping into that parasympathetic dominance. So you're tapping into that relaxation and healing. And then everything starts getting clear. You're not panicked or stressed about it. So then you can think, I'm safe. I'm, I'm, I'm safe right now. I'm, I'm fine. Even if you're about to do something that's new, mm-hmm. that's the trick, you know? And, and I think that for many, this is new, is learning how and who you really are. And that can feel daunting and that can feel um, intimidating. What if I get it wrong? What if I don't know? Should I go through this other avenue? But what we're saying is the one who knows best is you. You're the one who knows best. So if something feels right, start being curious about it. You don't need to go all the way in. If that's not the step that's going to make you be able to calm that part of your brain to be able to do the next step to start feeling calm, it's going to be your own pace. Some people can go from zero to like, let's jump off this cliff and I'm going to like fly and learn all these things. And other people it's, um, you know, one thing at a time. Okay. I'm going to practice this breathing next time I feel stressed when I'm in at the, at the holiday party at work, I'm going to just see if this works and that's good mm-hmm. experiment. That's perfect. And if that yeah. is exactly not the imagery that works, but something else comes into your mind, you see water flowing through you. You see every cell in your, in your body, the water like clearing through as if it's like this muddy water and now it's becoming clear. Then go with that, you know, so that there's, and we're going to talk about how the different elements really can help us and anchor that. So these, you know, we're kind of giving you a sneak peek in all this, but we want to remind everybody that this is a time of, of transitioning, not just from the season of now we're in winter, but also from the end of the year to the beginning of the next year. And the death of one thing can really lead to what do I want to birth? Yeah. And I think another thing to bring up too, just to reiterate on what Rosie was saying, it was like, um, when you do get into and drop your, or I guess you call it downregulate your amygdala where you're breathing and you're really focusing on, you know, getting out of that fight or flight type mode, that is when your gifts and all of your intuition will really group because whenever you are in that mode, you're constantly like, well, what's going to kill me next, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can't receive fully when you're in that state. So that's why it's so important to focus on your breath and just to calm down and use that as a tool to drop into that kind of intuitive state where you really are channeling and bringing all these gifts in. Um, I think that that is such a big part of learning in the beginning of like how to actually 
use these gifts and like get into that state. Cause I know that, that that's a big thing when people are starting. It's like, okay, I'm closing my eyes and I'm meditating and I'm doing all these things, but all I hear is crickets and like, I don't, there's nothing, you know, but when you really start to focus on your breath and just bring that state of awareness back to yourself and just, you know, bring your, um, downregulate your amygdala, like just this whole, you know, body type, uh, reaction that you're having, reduce your cortisol levels by doing that to reduce your stress and all these things that that is where you really will start to see that magic happen. And that's where, you know, we love to play. Like that's our kind of zone that we like to be in. And that's kind of where we will bring you in the courses and in the workshops is getting you into that state so that you can, and being in this safe place so that you can really truly explore the world, this new world that you're being introduced to. And so, yeah, I think that that's a really big part of, you know, what we're creating here is allowing you to be in that safe place so you can have the uh, messages come through that need to come through for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and really bringing in and inviting in this winter, right? The winter Mm -hmm. of slowing down and letting the breath be that centering to slow down, try slowing down everything, you know, walk a little bit slower and notice, just start paying attention a little bit more, allow this time to let you really feel things, things that maybe you weren't noticing before. And there are tools. Um, Fallon has beautiful meditation. So I think this would be cool to create Fallon. I'm giving you this (laughs) meditation around slowing down and focusing on just, just allowing the, 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 the feeling of being safe. And I use it as a hypnotist, like as a, as a as certified, um, with, with hypnosis, because I know that sometimes we can just run and run and run and guided meditations are a great way to do it. But oftentimes you need an extra person there to really help guide you through. So, um, but that is an, a, a place that I think as highly intuitives as empaths, we get to that what they call the theta brainwave state easily. We kind of live in that space, like in that dream space in between. That's what we call the in-between. It's like that theta brain state. And when we have a goal though, we can, maybe any of you have sat and tried to meditate and you're like, well, my mind doesn't go blank. I actually start thinking of more stuff. But I think that the thing is, is that that's because we're trying to channel. <laughs> They're trying to come in, but it's like there's a blockage because we're just thinking of all the things that we should be doing instead, or what we, we you know, the the house that needs to be cleaned and the and the kids that need to be picked up and all these things. And so, like you said, we we're not able to release that and calm that down. But when there's a goal and a focus, I'm going to just keep breathing and relaxing and see what I start feeling see what starts coming up. And it can be just, um, I know sometimes I'll just start seeing like, like a pink pulsing light. And that's, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm receiving. It's a healing, loving energy. And that's what I need. 
and thank you. That's what I needed, you know, and that helps me mm-hmm. go outside, you know, be if, if, you know, with trees, they're great teachers um, around rocks and boulders, just in nature. We talked about grounding, like you said, um, just even putting your feet in the grass, the moment, the transitioning period, getting out of the car, about to go to the grocery store, when you're about to be near a lot of people, going to family, mm-hmm. do that practice of the breathing, slowing down, ask yourself, uh, you know, tell yourself I'm safe. You can even say, who am I? Allow this to really sunk in, sink in. And then also, who do I want to be? If you have the intention of who you want to be, you want to be a calm person. You want to not react. Then your, your guides, your team will help you. But you need to let them know that you're available for them to help. They also are bound by that we cannot cross this boundary. It is free will. We cannot just step in unless you're about to die. Plenty of times my guardian angel has saved my life. <laughs> but yeah, um, but I think that's, that's okay, that, good. you know, inviting the, the winter in during this time and allowing that slow, allowing these, these tools. This is, we like to keep it simple. Yes, we're throwing out different things. First, always the breath. The breath, we can't, we can be without food for several weeks. We can be without water for several days, but we can only be without breath for a few minutes. And I would even say that our skin is still breathing it, breathing in. So it's probably, you know, we're, we're always kind of breathing. So just bring that awareness. And then we would love to hear, um, here's you know whatever your insights are so we'll put in the in the in the show description of of where you can share today's insights from today and uh let us know if there's a topic as well that you really want to to have us discuss or you have a question specifically or even a story about when you were younger and what this looked like for you if something one something that one of us said reminds you of something let us know we want to hear it yeah we definitely want to hear it we want to create that sense of that safe place that safe place uh like we were talking about earlier um so definitely you know reach out to us and we'd want to hear from you for sure yeah until next time bye bye Hey, we hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as Felon and I enjoyed recording it and sharing our conversation with you. Hit subscribe and you can find out when the next episode arrives. But a better way to do that is subscribing to our newsletter. Details are below. That way we can send you when our latest offerings are. You can also help others find us by submitting a five-star review right here where you're listening and then we are more searchable details on how to reach out to felon and i individually are also below in the show notes until next time